Joseph Powers Ministries is coming your way with a voice of purpose, a voice that brings hope, direction, and impact to move you into your place of assignment and fulfillment. And now, receive the ministry of Prophet Joseph Button Powers, a mentor, coach, counselor, leader, and a prophet of God. He is an author of many leadership and ministry-related books, including Women of Assignment, My Calling to Fulfill, Strategic Leadership, The Work of Wisdom, The Voice of the Rainbow. For more information, visit our website on www.josephpowersministries or key in Joseph Powers Ministries on all social media handles. Relax and enjoy today's episode. God bless you. Hallelujah. We thank God again for this morning as well. We're looking at the third mindset that Apostle Paul gave unto his son Timothy to inculcate, to imbibe in himself. Uh, I believe that Apostle Paul understood the power of developing these minds as his son Timothy was pursuing ministerial excellence and success as a young man as a young man who was called into the body of Christ was gifted was trained and was anointed and Apostle Paul goes further to say that I want you to understand that if you have these three mindsets it will help you and the third thing that he's saying here in 2nd Timothy chapter 2 uh, and the verse 4 the, the verse 6 rather the verse 6 is a hard-working farmer is the first to eat of the fruits of his labor the third mindset for success for leadership that we are looking at is the farming or agricultural mindset agricultural mindset now these are terminologies that we we picked from these scriptures we picked and we are speaking to them so i want you to bear with me um these are just terminologies we're picking from the scripture is a hard-working farmer so we're looking at the the farming mindset or the agricultural mindset of success of engaging leadership in whatever we are called to do so it is time for us to look at um life from that perspective we have to look at um, developing this agricultural mindset in order to be able to get quickly uh, get uh, closer to our dreams and our visions and all that is on our hearts we've spoken about the military mindset we've spoken about the athletic mindset and now we are talking about the agricultural mindset now I would want to say this agriculture 
is the science, art, or practice of cultivating the soil, producing crops, and raising livestock, and in varying degrees, the preparation and marketing of the resulting products. I will take it again. Agriculture is the science, art, or practice of cultivating the soil, producing crops, and raising livestock, and in varying degrees, the preparation and marketing of the resulting products. Now, it is fantastic when we look at um, the science of agriculture. When we look at agriculture, we're going to see different phenomena coming together to help us as we engage the life of success. We have started on a journey. You are pursuing a life. You are pursuing a dream. You are pursuing a vision. You are called to build a church, a significant church, a large church. You are called to build a business. You are called to run a business. You are called to build an organization and run it. You are called to engage in meaningful activities in the community to help man. You are to provide goods and services that will help humanity. You are to make your input in life. You are not to just exist, but you are to live fully. And for that to happen, we are saying that you will need this mindset. You need to tune your mind with these qualities in order for you to be able to engage that life of sources. When you look at a farmer, a farmer is someone who is very interesting. We all exist. We all exist. And I want to say this. We are all existing and we all have the energy to do what we are called to do because of the farmer. Without the farmer, there is no food to eat. So the farmer is somebody very keen in the life of every human being. Which means the farming mentality begins with a life of impact. Not living for self, but living for others. For you to live a life of significance, you have to live for others. And prim bibre yetnase maye yankasa ye hondo do. Dia mimi di. Dia me yidi ni mimi mabidi. Dia mabusu ya bidi. E nunku wana yebjene hon. But it is time for us to think about a day in a community a me timu menya. A day in a school a me kobenya. A day in a omaya a me timu nonsu benye frime ho. Asafu a me timu. Asofi a me ko. A day in a asafu no benye frime ho. It is time for us to think about that. That is where the farming or the agricultural mindset begins from. It begins from there. You develop that mind of impact. You are seeking consciously, decisively to affect others positively. Your life will not bring anybody down, but your life will sponsor other people's lives. You are the reason why others will make it. You are the reasons why others would have the energy to move on in life. You are the reason why many people would have a reason to move on in life, to wake up in the morning and say that one more I'm going to try on my vision. You are the reason why. That is the farming mentality. The farmer has qualities that we need to look at. The first quality of the farmer that we want to look at this morning is the farmer sees the harvest out of nothing, out of weed, out of um, the bush, out of weeds, the bush, plants, trees, all kinds of weeds. The farmer 
sees the harvest. The cassava we're eating, the yam we're eating, the plantain we are eating, the cocoa yam, the uh, vegetables we are eating, the fruits we are eating, the meat we are eating, all of that, all of that, if the farmer did not see them before we ate them, it couldn't have been possible. What we care about is the food on our table, the rice we are cooking, the yam we cooking, the vegetables we are eating. Those are the things we care about. We go to the market and we buy them. But we have to bear in mind, before we got those um, tomatoes or vegetables out there to buy, a farmer had to wake up, go to a land which was inhabited, a land which was occupied by weeds, by all kinds of unnecessary plants, and had to see that vegetable, that tomato, that onion, that, that cucumber, he had to see it in the field, and had to go work on it before we could eat it. Before you are eating that yam, you, you have to understand a farmer had to see the yam in the field, plant the yam and work on it before we eat it. So every farmer has a quality of seeing things out of nothing. Farmers are visionaries. For us to live a life of sources, for us to be good leaders in the church, in the corporate world, in, in politics, in governance issues, for us to be good leaders, we need to see things that others don't see. Our ability to see what others don't see will set us apart from them. We need to have that focus of mind. We need to see pictures in our minds. We need to have the mental or optical energies exercised for impact, for productivity. Look at Africa. Look at Obuasi. There are so much resources. There is so much in our land. There is so much in this community we can, we can really exploit. But what is happening what is happening we wait for the white man to tell us what we have we don't see anything beyond our eyes and that is a problem we need to begin to see things before they happen we need to begin to think creatively creatively we need to begin to think innovatively we need to begin to think outside the box we need to be creative we need to be innovative we need to begin to see things from a more productive sense if we're going to be successful in our church building, in all that we're doing, we need to see things in people, things in communities, things in the places, our callings, things about our own lives that others cannot see. We need to see products. We need to see services. We need to see all kinds of, of services and products going around us. And it's because we saw it before others could see it. We need to look at what the world is going to need in 10 years to come and begin to program ourselves for it. We need to become that innovative in our thinking. We need to see it. We need to see it before we can become successful. The next thing the farmer has is he works hard, a hard-working farmer. There is no farmer who is lazy. If a farmer is lazy, all that he would have is weeds. Weeds would take over his crops. So for a farmer to have the yields, to have a harvest, he has to be hard-working. He has to wake up early, go to the farm, work under the scorching sun become dehydrated so tired waist pains back pains cannot even stand and yet he would have to still work harder and the more he works harder the more produce he would have that is it that is it we need to be hard working we need 
that spirit of hard work, we need to work hard. We need to work hard. As, as, as a matter of fact, we need, we cannot be lazy. The life of a lazy man is a life of poverty. The Bible said, go to the life of the sluggard. Go, go and look at his life. He said, a little folding of the arms, a little sleep, a little slumber. Then he said, then poverty will cut up with you like a thief. If we want to have something, if we want to, to move on, if we want to build large churches, if we want to do much in life, we need to work hard. We need to work hard. We need to like that grace is upon us. But God believes in hard work. The hand that does not work should not eat. You need to contribute something to life. You cannot just wake up, eat, sleep, wake up, eat, sleep. You cannot do that. You need to go out there, young man, macho man, go out there, work, put your hands to the plow, do something with your life. Life is not about lifting metals and becoming that heavyweight. What do you do with that, that, that heavyweightness? What do you do with, 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 with your broad chest? What do you do with your heavy muscles? What do you do? What do you do with it? How much money comes into your hands? So you need to begin to look at life from that perspective of hard work. You need to work hard. Another quality that the farmer has is that he understands seasons and times. Every farmer has to understand that rainfall parting and then he has to know when the hamatan will come in. He has to know when he has to plant, when he has to prepare his field and plant and sow and prune and, 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 and protect and all kinds of apply all kinds of chemicals at what time he has to do everything understanding seasons and times is very important for leaders it's important for people who are pursuing success you need to understand season every season has what you have to do and you need to understand what to do in every season sometimes you may be right with your plans be strategic with your plans and with your targets but you may be wrong with your timing and when you are wrong with your timing you will not get results Farmers understand times and seasons and successful people also understand times and seasons. We know when to invest, when not to invest. We know when to win souls, when not, when to pray, when to organize programs for the church. We know times and seasons. We need to program ourselves for times and seasons. The farmer, again, has the patience to deal or to handle extreme foolishness. The farmer has the patience to handle or to deal with extreme foolishness in raising animals like the sheep every farmer has to be very very you know accommodating he has to be accommodated if he cannot handle the weaknesses if he cannot handle the the, the sorry to say the shits of people the 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 feces the the bad side of people cannot handle the foolishness the weakness of people you cannot be successful if you are building a business you need to understand that people are not always like you if you are building a church you should know people are not like you your members are going to be very weak fragile sometimes they are extremely foolish and nobody even wants to be associated with them but you need to stay patient you need to be patient enough to handle their weaknesses handle their frailties handle their predilections handle all kinds of things about them that is what makes you the leader that's what makes you a farmer and that is what is going to give you a reward. You need to handle people's weaknesses. You need to be patient. 
and handle people's weaknesses. It is very important. If you are not able to handle people's weaknesses, then you cannot do anything. You cannot go far. You can't do much to affect the lives of others. If you are going to change people, if you are going to impact others positively, then you need to understand that you have to be ready to handle the weaknesses of people. You have to be ready to handle the, the, the downturns, the, the weaknesses, the, the frailties, the, the things others don't want to even be, be, be associated with. You need to be associated with that. You need to accept the fact that you are going to be identified with weakness. At a point, you may be seen as even a foolish person. You may even be seen as a weak person. But that is it. It takes that. It takes that to run a vision. It takes that to accomplish a mark. It takes that to have a harvest. You need to be identified with weak people, weak circumstances, weak situations. You need to accommodate it. And it will help you. It will help you. The next thing that we want you to understand is farmers understand process. Most of the time, it, it is our desire that once we start something auto automatically, it, it must blossom quickly. It, it must grow faster. It, it, must, it must be uh, uh, moved from the realm of planting to the realm of bearing fruits. We, we want that quickly. We want fruits. We don't want the seed. We, want, we don't want planting. We don't want working too hard. That's every human. But every farmer understands process. If you don't understand process, then you're not going to be able to succeed in life. There's process in everything we do. The farmer has to understand. He has to buy the land, cultivate the land, that is work on the land, prune it. And then he has to apply the right um, mechanisms and then he has to go plant his seed, wait on the rains, the rains will come. Then the seed will germinate into a blade, into a stalk, and then the fruits will come. It takes a lot of process. You need to have patience. You need to wait. You need to understand that it doesn't move from 1 to 10 quickly. You don't get 10 without going through 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. If you're going to get to 10, you're going to pass through 1 to nine to get to ten that is process and you need to understand it you need to understand how you get a store how to borrow money or find capital to um, stock your store you have to find a good salesperson you have to put strategies and mechanisms in place you have to wait sell your goods the little profits that come you need to add them put them somewhere and save towards building large capital for another investment. You need to understand that building a church requires that you, you, you go through the discipline, the training. After that, you need to get your team together. You need to start when God allows you to start with a plan, with strategies, with all kinds of things, systems in place to manage what you're about to do. And you need to be able to go out there, go out there for the souls, win the souls. Don't just go to people's churches, collapse people's churches and bring their members to your church. Go out there, win the souls. The sinners out there, they are our members. Go out there. You need to understand the process of life. For you to get that degree, you need to understand that you wake up every day, every morning. You are learning from morning to evening. You are learning every day and you are putting three years into a certificate. You need to understand process. Without process, you cannot go far. It takes process for us to appreciate life, the life of sources. It, it, it takes process 
Success goes through process and you have to appreciate that. The next point we are looking at is every farmer, in as much as they prepare for a harvest, also prepare for setbacks. Every farmer prepares for a setback or setbacks. Now, it is for a farmer to go plant. It is for the farmer to go and work on his field and plant and sow all that he's sowing and, and, and take care of his farm. But there are unforeseen circumstances that nature can bring, like delay in rains. When the rains delay, your crops will not come, your crops will not yield. When there is a disease in, in your animal, in, in the animals you're rearing, whether it's, it's, it's cattle, whether it's um, sheep, whatever it is, when a disease hit them, when a disease hit them, that is it. You don't have control over it. You don't have control. Imagine a, 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 a poultry farmer, a poultry farmer who is getting to Christmas when he knows that he's going to get his yield or retains. And then uh, a bird flu, bird flu hit his poultry farm. And then every one of his birds, each one of his birds die. 5,000 birds, they die. This is unforeseen. It is catastrophic. It is accidental. But the farmer must be ready to handle that loss. Else he cannot be a good farmer. Every farmer knows when to handle the loss. Diseases can hit you. Delays in rains can come. Bushfire can burn everything. Your cocoa farm, everything you have. Bushfires can terminate it in one day. Can destroy everything in one day. And you need to brace yourself for it. So every man that is pursuing a life of success or is leading must be ready to handle setbacks. If you are not ready to handle setbacks, then you are in the wrong place. Because life will not always be like you plan it to be. When you plan, be ready to have contingencies. Be ready to have other plans that will come in to complement the plan. If plan A does not work, plan B will work. You need to have plans, contingency plans, so that at all times, you will not be taken aback. You will not be taken aback because if you don't do that, then what you are preparing yourself for is failure. When any catastrophe hits you, you are gone. But you need to brace yourself and have a contingency plan. You need to have a waiting spirit. Every farmer knows how to wait. They wait. This is one thing today's generation does not have. We cannot wait. We cannot wait. Once we plant, we won't harvest. But life, the life of greatness, the life of success, it comes with patience. It comes with waiting. You need to be able to wait. Every farmer plants, they wait on God to give them the increase. Apostle Paul said, I plant, Apollos watered, and God gave the increase. You need to plant, and you need to water your plants, but the increase comes from God. And it takes time. It takes waiting. You need to wait. You need to take your time. You need to wait. You need to wait in order for you to see your life blossom in your face. You need to wait. Waiting is very keen and is very important. Now, the last but not the least thing we talk about the farmer is the fact that the farmer is able to negotiate negotiate for the right price of his goods now if you don't know what you are or if you don't know who you are 
Anything can define you. Anything can define you. And so therefore, you need to know exactly who you are and what you can offer. And you need to know the price or the worst of your input. What you are giving to life, what you are giving to society, what you are giving to your church. You need to know your worth. You need to be able to negotiate for the benefits of your hard work, for the benefits of your toil. You need to strive. You need to push. You need to make sure you, you make a sound declaration as to what you are and what you are offering in life. You need to be bold about that. You don't have to cower about what you are and what you can offer. You need to stand tall and, and show the world what you have got. You have to show the world what you've got. Because nobody will believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Nobody will believe in you if you have not made it. So you have to make it for people to believe in you. So make sure the responsibility lies on you. Make sure it is upon you to prove your worth. Prove your worth to your community, to your church, to your school, to your organization. Prove your worth. In your marriage, prove that worth. And then life will then reciprocate, will reward you for it. If you don't, you don't get anything you deserve. And so this morning we want to take this time to admonish you that a good and a hardworking farmer gets the reward he enjoys from the fruits of his labor. He enjoys from the fruits of his labor. He, he gets peace, enough peace when he sees that his family, himself and the people around him are taken care of because of his hard work. Your worth, what you are giving to life should, should make you proud. You should be proud about what you are giving to life, not what you are accumulating in your bank account, but what you are giving to life, what you're giving to society, what you are giving to Ghana, what you are giving to your communities, your churches. That is what should make you proud. And that is a farmer for you. We want to pray this morning as we have brought you um, the third mindset for success. We want you to pray this morning with us that God put this mindset upon me that I will be able to do that which I have been called to do. There's a lot I need to do. There's a lot of work I need to do. Lord, give me the spirit of hard work. Lord, give me that, that spirit, that visionary spirit to be able to see what others do not see. Help me see things clearly. Help me to appreciate life from that clear perspective. Lord, help me to have a waiting spirit, a, a, a patient spirit to endure. Help me to understand process and to wait. Uh, we are praying this morning. I want you to pray right now. As you lay there, as you sit in your chair, as, as, you, as you're sitting in, on your bed, as you're sleeping on your bed, as you're going to take your shower, I want you to pray. Pray with us that Lord put the spirit of the farmer upon us that we'll be able to work our way to where we want to go. Pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, help us. Help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray thee today that you will touch our lives. You will touch our lives. We pray that you will touch our lives in the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Pray to God. Pray to God as a leader. You need this mind. Need these qualities. Pray that God help me to appreciate these qualities. Lord, help me as I go out there to build my church, as I go out there to work on my business, to sell, to engage in enterprise, to engage in business, commerce, whatever I'm doing to pursue that degree. Lord, give me that understanding of a farmer. Give me that understanding. Give me that mindset. Give me that attitude. 
put that spirit upon me. Pray now. Ask the Lord to touch your life. Ask the Lord to do it for you again. Ask the Lord to show you that favor. Ask the Lord to be with you mightily. Let the anointing of the Lord be released in your room right there. In that marketplace, in that store where you are, wherever you are this morning, that hand is coming upon you, is stretching, is touching your life. You will see a surge of energy in your spirit, a surge of power in your spirit. You are not going to be lazy. You are going to put away laziness, idleness. You're going to work hard, work with your hands, pursue your vision with hard work. You're going to endure. You're going to be a vision. You're going to take opportunities as they come. You're going to see opportunities in difficult situations, in crisis. When people are seeing crisis, when people are seeing difficulty, you are going to see opportunities to make it now pray that Lord give me that eye give me that understanding open my eyes touch my life in the mighty name of Jesus pray to God Lord touch my life in the name of Jesus touch my life I need you now I need you now touch my life in the mighty name of Jesus touch my life I need you to touch me like never before touch me touch me help me Lord help me as I pursue this degree as I pursue building this church, as I pursue building this business, as I pursue making an instrument, as I pursue leading this family, Lord, give me what it takes to work hard, to help, to move people, to impact the lives of people positively. I don't want to live for myself anymore. I don't want to live for myself anymore, but it's time for me to live for a cause. It's time for me to live for others. It's time for me to live for Christ, for me to live for my community, for me to live a life of impact in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, Touch me, touch me, touch me this morning, touch me, touch me in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray, keep praying, touch, tell God, touch my life as I prepare uh, for work this morning, as I prepare for the market this morning. Lord, touch my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, let me pray with you, wherever you are, let me pray with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the lives of your people this morning as well. I bless you for what you are doing in their lives. I give you praise because you are a good God. Father, touch everyone that is listening to me. Father, we need the mindset of the farmer for us to be able to kill our vision and bring it to fruition. For us to have the harvest and the reward of carrying our dreams. Lord, we need to have the mindset of the farmer. And this morning we are praying in the mighty name of Jesus that Lord help us. Put the spirit upon us. Help us to endure everything that comes. And let us work hard towards our, 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 our dreams that we will have the harvest as we plant and we water. Lord, give us increase as well. Bless us in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless your name. We give you praise that you have been with us mightily. We thank you for today. As your people go out, be ahead of them and be behind them. Bless their journeys. Bless their efforts and give them what they are looking for. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you for listening to today's episode from Joseph Boatin Powers. We hope you have been blessed with many other audio and video messages available from Joseph Boatin Powers. There are also many books available for your reading, such as Women of Assignment, My Calling to Fulfill, The Work of Wisdom, Strategic Leadership, among others. For more information and how to access these life-changing materials, visit www.josephpowersministries.com or on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Joseph Powers Ministries. 
you can get our books on Amazon or call us on 0545-956-258 or 0240 We hope to hear from you. God bless you.